Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. What is it with rock stars thinking this entire planet is some sort of all-you-can-eat, booty-groping, sexual smorgasbord? You should withdraw that, and if you don't, we will have to deal with it on the floor of the Senate. We're going to fight for those Australians who haven't got the time to go around and get on Twitter and wear T-shirts. The kids who are sick cannot do the hip hop anymore. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. G'day and welcome to The Curb. I'm Andrew Pearce and this is the podcast that's all about culture, unity, reviews and banter. This podcast is proudly recorded in the lands of the Wajak people of Perth region and I pay respects to the elders both past, present and emerging. On this episode, wow, I had time to chat to Briggs, yeah, the Briggs, the Senator Briggs, uh, the fantastic uh, music guy uh, who I've absolutely loved uh, for years and years and years. Uh, big fan of AB Original, of course. January 26 is a fucking fantastic song. He's released a new song called Life is Incredible, which is equally as brilliant. Um, and as a white guy, I feel personally attacked, and I should do, because we have a lot of privilege. We have way too much privilege, in fact. And this is a song that's all about that kind of privilege. And it's a song that it's all about the fact that in Australia, uh, Aboriginal kids are dying too young. Uh, Aboriginal folks are really dying much, much younger than they should. Um, and it's devastating. It's, it's horrible. The video clip is brilliant. It's uh, for a retirement home where Briggs is going and all these white folks are just dropping dead. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the song is hilarious, um, but it's also pointed and, and kind of searing and devastating in a lot of ways. Um, I like it a lot. I think it's fantastic. Hey, also, Briggs is doing a massive house party in Vivid uh, for the Vivid Festival in Sydney on May 30th, which is in about oh, 11 days' time. And fuck, man, if I was around and about... I would I would go um, because it's insane. Electric Fields, David David Dallas, Birds, Nookie, Kobe D, Philly, Rebecca Hatch, The Kid Leroy, Jess War, JT Hazard, and of course Briggs himself. Um, man, what a lineup. I believe it's already sold out, so if you haven't gotten tickets, well, tough biscuits, it seems. Um, you're missing out. But at least you can listen to his song. Life is incredible. So let's hear a little bit of that before I head into the interview with Briggs. Man, fuck what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, fuck what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, fuck what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, fuck what they say now. I just pay my way out. I just pay my way out. This is a miracle. Oh, 
go with the fellas, whatever the weather. We got drinks with umbrellas. You got Tom the wine, I keep them down in the cellar. We got Tom the shine, I do that shit at Coachella. Throwing brunches and lunches, lunches and crunches. Living life in abundance, don't really worry about nothing. Then I pull up, hop out, wave at that cop now, stop sign. That, oh, that fine, that's not ours. Fuck what they say now. G'day, Bruce, how you doing? I just paid my way out. Hey, good, man, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good, good. Hey, I absolutely loved your, your new song. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm really curious as well, like... Obviously, you've been doing this for a long time. Did you ever think that you'd be, uh, you know, 10 years ago singing about white privilege? No, nah, because, like, I don't think I really understood what it was 10 years ago. <laughs> I, I, could identify, I, I, I could identify the symptoms, but I didn't know what the diagnosis was. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's really fantastic, and I'm curious about what went into writing the song, and uh, we'll touch on the video clip in a minute, but, um, yeah, the, the lyrics are really brilliant and, and very pointed as well. So, yeah, how did you decide on, on what you're going to actually touch on with this, this song? Um, I don't really, like, there's, there's not a lot of formula um, for when I'm in the studio, you know what I mean? So I don't really decide... In a sense of today, I'm right about white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it was just, it was a timing thing. Like, I, that's what I felt in that day. That's what I felt in that moment when we were in LA, um, in the song helps. And um, I, you know, we were talking about um, how Pauline Hanson came out and said that it was. Um, you know, kind of, you know, past that movement, you know, people didn't sign off of it, but it was okay to be white. Mm. Um, which was just the guy to me. And I thought, like, well, rather than argue back and say, no, this is wrong, it's like I'd rather double down and agree with it, and be like, well, it's actually edible. You're right. It's okay, it's better than okay, it's incredible. And that's where it all started. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> on on the subject of her as well, how's your billboard going too? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> What's your response been? I absolutely love it. Oh, man, people, people are, you know, the funny thing is, is like, you know, obviously being a, you know, an indigenous artist, you have a, um, you know, a lot of detractors, but... It's funny when it comes to Pauline Hanson, when she's, you know, out there racing, um, it's really hard for people to argue, you know, against her. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> when the other side of the argument is Pauline Hanson. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, she's yeah, a... So it's like, okay, well, there's a, you know, different side, the other side's Pauline Hanson, so... <laughs> yeah. with, with you as well, like, I know one of the things you talked about is um, the lack of of black uh, hip hop artists in Australia. Over the past ten years, for you, have you seen a major change uh, in Australian hip hop in regards to uh, yeah, yeah, less whiteness? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the last five years, um, hip hop and you know the story has changed, and you know artists that were ten, you know. Or, and in um, you know, 2009, 
you know, you know, artists, you know, doing shows and telling them bars and, you know, making their choices as you know, consumers as well. So, you know, the story changes as well. Um, and so, you know, when it started, it was, um, yeah, everyone was there, and then I think somewhere around, like, when we were over, there was a lot of nationality involved in hip-hop. And then somewhere around, like, the mid-kick albums, or the, you know, the 2010s and stuff, it got kind of, so it was weird. Super, super white, um, you know, fraternity. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, you know, there's still the people that are doesn't seem to like. And then, you know, like, the majority of people shoot in Australia. But, um, but then here we are, you know, it's like, I think the evolution of the younger men, how it all works, you know, how to be, stories change. Um, you know, the artists change, the consumers change too. Yeah, more opportunities and things like that. It's been, uh, certainly from my perspective at least, there's been a lot of, uh, um, a lot more Indigenous voices in, not just in, in music, but in film and TV and and in the last 10 years. And it's been really great to see, like, a, you know, you're seeing a lot more stories and a lot more, uh, hearing a lot more different music than, than, you know, previously, which is fantastic. Obviously, with, like, Clever Man, there's been, you know, major change as well for, for TV, so it's been great to see all of that. Um, how's it been for you in particular to, to not only be part of the change, but be part of the change, like, in Australia and internationally too? Um, how's that been as an artist? Hey. Fun. <laughs> To put it simply, but um, it's just like I really just focus on trying to do what I do and tell tell my story and deliver a message in a different way than I delivered it last time or than someone else has delivered it. You know what I mean? Like um, that's part of the artistry for me is to tell that story in various different platforms. Yeah, definitely, and I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And coming back to the the song as well, the the film clip is really brilliant in the way that you, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun, but it, it touches on a really serious issue as well. Um, how did you? What did you do to to come up with the the particular idea for the film clip? And and also, how did you get Adam Goods involved too? It's it's nice to see him in, in oh, there too. Mate. Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he's a mate of mine. He's a mate of mine. And Mickey O. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the idea was, it just came from a logic thing. It's like, if we die, um, statistically and proven and in stats and figures and facts and figures that are, you know, government figures, that we are dying 10 years, 15 years before um, white Australia. Um, then, like, the logical thing would be that we retire. 10 years, 15 years before everyone else, then we get our superannuation 10 or 15 years before everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, mm, mm. It's just a funny, it's just a funny idea. <laughs> but it's, I mean, the, it's presented as comedy. Like it's very dark, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it, it's you know, it's a real, it's a real issue that needs to be talked about. Yeah, 
and companies my vehicle, you know what I mean? And now that video lives forever somewhere, you know, in the ether, long after I'm gone, you know what I mean? So that's part of the, um, that's part of the, you know, the story of, you know, the indigenous. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the indigenous story and, the, and what black fathers deal with every day. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a major thing. Um, obviously, we're we're about to head into an election and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that the, uh, are you hopeful that this particular, you know, the song might play into decision of of some people as they they head to the polls and vote? Um, you know, it's a, a very catchy song as well. Yeah, I never really like. I never really have big plans for anything any songs or anything I do, like, it's always about, you know, that song itself, you know, living, you know, how it is, uh, like, I've never really, anything we've done, or I've done, or I've done as AB Original, um, has ever been more than the idea of, you know, what we cook up in that room and just trying to make a good song with the message that, um, and think of the message that we, that I want to, um, deliver. Um, you know, so like, yeah, to, you know, <laughs> if this song influences anybody to vote a certain way, then um, it's doing a lot more than I thought it would. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I bring that up mostly because, like, the influence of January 26th, which is, a, you know, one of the best songs in Australian history, really, uh, you know, the influence of that was undeniable. Um, and helped continue a conversation that needs to be had. Um, so, um, you know, I see the the continuation of your songs as, as you know adding to that conversation in a lot of ways and stoking conversation and, and hopefully encouraging change. Um, is there like, do you feel kind of a pressure when you write these songs, or is it just you need to get this kind of stuff out into the the ether and in the best way that you can? Uh, yeah, I think it's all about like making good songs and you know seeing, as I said, like you know, delivering our message or my message the way I I'd like to deliver it, in, you know, in a in a unique way um, to fit into a space where you know that message doesn't exist. Like that's my life. Like that's what I try to do. I deliver these messages and these ideas where they don't exist. Um, you know, try to tell that story and, you know, I think it sets us apart and it's what makes, you know, it's what makes us stand out. When you head overseas as well, like you've obviously done a bunch of work in LA um, and performed overseas and stuff as well, what's your reaction to these songs and, and what do people talk to you, like what do the audiences, when they, they talk to you, what, what's their reaction as well? Um, the reaction is normally, like, you know, because, you know, these places are very intimate, like, you know, American things is you know, don't get caught about Australian history. <laughs> um, um, you know, you can draw parallels to the things, you know, that, that, have, that have happened there, and, you know, that, that you can help teach and educate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Through the songs, through the parallels you can draw from you know, their civil rights and indigenous um, rights as well, you know what I mean? So, 
there's um you know when we go elsewhere like you know we represent who we are so it's about taking our story um you know around the world and playing that in the highest form uh, possible you know what i mean yeah you know and with as much you know and with as much gusto as we can yeah yeah which is, you know very on brand for us yeah what does it mean as well to be able to support like when you I can't remember I apologise for this but I can't remember who the, the artist was that you supported recently but like when American hip hop artists come to Australia and then they say hey Briggs you know we want your support what what does that mean to you as like as an artist standing up there in front of a crowd of people who came to see uh, somebody else as well how does that affect you as an artist it's like like, you know, it's them acknowledging that they have a platform and they see our platform as important, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and then they recognize that, that, you know, that the truth and the values that we, that we present, you know, are what needs to be amplified. And, um, you know, when, when artists come and, and take the time to do the history and understand you know what this, you know, the the history of, of the place they're playing at. It, it means a whole lot. Oh, definitely, yeah. So, where to from here with this single? I imagine you've got a, a new album coming out. Um, is this kind of the vibe yeah, that you're working now? Yeah. Just in the studio. Uh, <laughs> the, the album will be a lot different from from just that one track. Um, because there's a whole lot of different sounds on there. You know what I mean? Like that that track was just a not just that, but that track was a um, you know, it's satire and it's fun and and it was you know, and it's good and it was everything it meant to be, but it's not encompassing of the body of work that I'm I'm working on at the moment. Um, each each thing will be its own message and be a representation of where I'm at and who I am as an artist, be it fun and off the cuff or be it, you know, super, um, you know, personal or, you know, there's going to be a lot of different stuff that, I, you know, I don't really get to do in AB Originals that I, you know, I need to do over here as free. So with AB Originals, well, how do you, what's the collaborative process like on that? Um, when you sit down to write songs, how do you get? How do you decide on what you're going to cover and 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 decide on the beats and all this kind of stuff? What's that process like? Well, first of all, we stand up. <laughs> That's the first process. When I sit down, write songs. You got to stand up, and uh, you stand up, or we got bean bags. There's only there's no <laughs> <laughs> the two the two options in the studio. Um, we um. AB Original is much more um, for me it's much more um, streamlined it's much more here is the lane that we have as AB Original and here are the things that we talk about here are the you know what I mean it's, it's very considered and like this it's, like to be honest the first record we did was not at all planned there was no planning for that record when we did it. 
we wrote it. There was no plan for that. We made that because we wanted to. Right. Um, so you look, what you're looking at is, is what me and Charles do when we get some time together. So, you know, when, when we're ready to put out another, when we have our message locked and we, our ideas and arguments, you know, ready to present, because that's what these, you know, this, these things are, um, we'll, you know, we'll then we'll take that to you know, the world. Mm. Until then, you know what I mean? Like, we're here to keep Yeah. But until we have our record ready, you won't hear nothing from us. <laughs> But for, for you personally, it's it, it, obviously it's probably a little bit easier in the sense that you sit down, you write a song, you organise it and you can put it out. And like, obviously, when I was growing up, the, the, the way the music was released was more like you hear a single and then an album drops. But now it seems to be that, you know, a song drops here, a song drops there and, and you know, EPs yeah, and LPs. Yeah. Completely. It's crazy. Yeah, the rules have changed completely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's much... It's much, much different, but, you know, you adjust, that's what you, yeah. you know, it, if that's what the market's saying, that's what you get to adjust to. Is that a little bit refreshing for you as well, um, in the sense that, you know, if you wake up in the middle of the night and suddenly come up with something, you can, you know, you can get it out a lot quicker rather than having to wait until you have 10 other songs to go with it? Yeah, it's, you know, it, it, it depends on how you... Like it, it really is a, um, it's a, like to me, writing an album is a completely different, um, uh, a completely different process to writing just a song. When you write an album, you write these things from start to finish. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's not a, it, it's not a here's a cluster of songs that we don't have any plans for. Or it's like you now we weave it from start to finish from the artwork and videos to the you know to the track to the track listing and all that stuff so yeah like you know there's a completely different um, approach to when we're just you know, when we're dropping singles like I think it's life is incredible for when we do an album like you know it's, it's such a different approach yeah I mean there's a difference between you know doing a uh, you know, painting on an A4 piece of paper to filling a, you know, a wall. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Sorry, the interruption. Andrew. No. We just need to wrap up the one-minute reminder thing. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so, obviously, uh, you know, there's, I've got a wealth of, of things I'd love to find out, but um, one of the things which I'm curious about, obviously you've, you've been working real hard, who are some of the up-and-coming artists that you're really excited about that uh, that you think that more people should kind of be aware of? Uh, Kobe D is a, is a rapper out of Sydney and um, Lucky, another rapper. I'm thinking they like my two, my two Kobe guys at the moment for, for great stuff. I'll have some music out very, very soon. So for sure. Yeah. So, and, um, and Bird just dropped an EP well on um, May 3rd so that's out right now so place the dream so you that fantastic well I've really appreciated the time and, and talking about your work it's been fantastic and excited to see what else you've got coming up in the future and absolutely love this song um, yeah thanks Bruce right, for your man, time thank you. cheers thank you cheers bro okay. much appreciated cheers thanks bye 
That was Briggs talking about his music, his life, what goes into making his music and playing his songs around the world. And of course his new song Life is Incredible which is absolutely brilliant. Hey, if you want to check out that billboard as well, I'll stick a link in the show notes of that billboard which he uh, put up on with association with The Weekly, which is a great TV show that you should certainly be watching. And it's a brilliant, brilliant billboard saying, I'm thinking I can't wait to see the back of Pauline Hanson. And we all can't wait to see the back of Pauline Hanson. Uh, time will give us that privilege. Anyhow, thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope you appreciate it and I hope you appreciate listening to Briggs talk about his music. Uh, to hear more of the stuff that we've got going on at The Curb, head over to thecurb.com.au. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thecurbau. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecurbau. And if you want to go the extra step, patreon.com forward slash thecurbau helps to keep the site going. Hey, thanks again, guys, for listening. Really appreciate it. See you in the next episode of The Curb. Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Let Safeway help you unleash your globe with your favorite personal care products. Right now at Safeway, get great deals on all your favorite personal care products. Like Head & Shoulders Base Shampoo, Crest 3D Whitening Toothpaste, Listerine Antiseptic Mouthwash, Sensodyne Sensitivity Fresh Toothpaste, Degree Women Antiperspirant Deodorant, or Soft Soap Liquid Hand Soap. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local Safeway store for more deals and specific details.